the team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Second half's getting underway in the Scottish Cup. Are we on track for some shocks? Well, potentially. We're on track at the Tony Macaroni. Livingston nil, Wraith Rovers 1. Uh, are Brora Rangers still beating Stranraer? Alex, well, I think yes. they are. So those would be the two. Um, no others that are jumping out yet. Kilmarnock doing what you would Partick expect. Thistle. Oh, Partick Thistle. Sorry, my apologies. This game should fans. be finished, Gordon. Uh, oh, yeah. Thistle have been good, haven't they? Well, there should be more than one up. I mean, the, some I mean, of the United's up. defending has been shocking, but Thistle certainly had what two, three, two go edge. Yeah, chances. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to the second half. Then let's get them up and running, shall we? Goal flashes with Top Scaffolding. For the top team in scaffolding, visit topscaffolding.co.uk. Design, quote, deliver. Okay, let's see what the second halves have in store. We're getting underway all around the country. We love Scottish Cup third round weekend. Some really interesting ties. The sun is shining. The only sad thing is we can't get any fans into the games because there would be plenty to enjoy this afternoon. Uh, but sit back and we will keep you up to speed with every kick of the ball. Are they going to hang on then? I'll, I'll allow you to revisit your predictions. Are, are, you, are you sticking by it? Are Livy going to falter yes. against Wraith? Yes, Wraith Rovers will go through. Yeah, I'll stick with my prediction as well. I think Wraith will see it through. Mm, well, I'm, I'm just telling you straight. It's uh, Livingston's coming back, boys. I've got to my prediction earlier on. Okay, let's see what we've got then between now and just before five o'clock. At that stage, it will be over to you. We want to hear yeah. from you on the open line. Maybe you want to react to your team's performance today. Maybe you want to look ahead to Celtic Falkirk tonight. Celtic fans back in action after the international break. You're closing in on Eddie Howe. What do you make of that? At Rangers, you're tomorrow against Cove. How do you see that one going? There was an appeal put in against the punishments handed to the COVID-5 last night as well Maybe you want to discuss that Or anything that we've missed Give us a shout on the open line At 5 o'clock You can tweet us all afternoon though At Clyde SSB And as usual I'm going to ask a lot from you On a Saturday afternoon I still want to know In honour of Brora against Stranraer today What is your favourite Scottish Cup away day And why? Give us all your stories All your memories Your favourite Scottish Cup Away day. Let's do this as well, Hugh, mm. since we're on the subject of things you can tweet about. The second half teaser. With Monday Scottish Sun. Free goals, pull out, and all the reaction to the weekend's games. I have played alongside Stephen Whitaker, Kyle Lafferty, and Graham Dorans. I've been managed by Steve Bruce and Nigel Atkins. I've won cup finals at Hamden and Wembley and have scored goals on three different continents. I'm not Scottish and I haven't represented my country at any junior or senior level. Who am I? A lot of information there. I've played alongside Stephen Whitaker, Kyle Lafferty and Graham Dorns. I've been managed by Steve Bruce and Nigel Atkins. I've won finals at Hamden and Wembley and they've scored goals on three different continents. I'm not Scottish, and I haven't represented my country at any junior or senior level. Who am I? At Clyde SSB, send us a tweet with one name, answer the question, who am I, and do it quicker than everyone else. I'm, gonna, I'm using this week as an experiment, Hugh. I've suspected no. this for a number of weeks. 
See if I get a deluge of correct answers at the start Less information next week I'm going to start upping the standard on these right. Because the more information I think you, you guys at home Just too smart for us And you've been absolutely smashing these out of the park In the last few weeks So let's see how quickly uh, we get answers to that one Who am I? Um, Mark Wilson is wrong He's given me a name It is not correct No I mean in the last few weeks We've had, we've had pretenders like Gordon DL and Mark Wilson Getting them within Aye. 30 it's, seconds That's when you know luck. It's just luck no, no, That's when you know the level's not appropriate Yeah of course You yeah. know The, the, the Dazzler gets it You're right So well, um, Yeah Dazzler <laughs> Jinky's got his Wraith Rover strip on Under his, his jacket at the Tony Macaroni But he shouldn't really send him He's just biased That was just a, such a biased yeah. match report We're going to get being the big Wraith Rovers legend that he is Surely he can go down trackside after it Do they? Post-match? The post-match And the lobby and all Of this great Wraith no, Rovers no, hero no, no. They will go to him He will not go to them He is the cup winning legend He, he had mm. them dancing in the streets of Wraith That's a so good point they, they go to him Will we keep him till 6 o'clock on the oh, opening? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was yeah, saying yeah, to yeah. me how much, much he's looking forward to The phone-in Yeah, the phone-in tonight And he loves everything about the Scottish Cup So can I wait to, to chat be fair, about it? If that result stays that way It will be one of the shocks uh, you know, so we we kind of need to keep him on yeah, in case yeah, we yeah. get in case we get Wraith fans on the phone or Livy fans, of course, so Martindale out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep him on. He, he loves the phone, and especially when he's at grounds by himself. That's fine. We'll leave him there and see how it see how he goes. Right? Anything doing at the start of the second half? I don't yeah. think so. Sunday United started uh, yeah. brightly, gone opening four minutes. And why is that? Where are they shooting? What direction? Down the hill. <laughs> Down the hill, Alex. Do you think so? Oh, tells you every week. Tell you every week. The inside this guy gives us... Win this. I think it might have more to do with a rocket or two in the dressing room at half time. Well, it was needed to you. Oh. The, the, the two chances that they were missed by uh, Brian Graham and Shea Gordon were sitters. Yeah, big Brian struggled to score for Dundee United at Tannadice in his time there. Uh, and he's struggling for Partick there, but I, I was a tapping. You know, was that I was downhill to, that one then Mark yeah that was downhill he liked shooting up the hill oh. <laughs> his time at United but yeah, I was a sitter but the other one Shea Gordon yes. was even worse Hughes Wright Mickey Mellon surely have got to get amongst got them. to get in amongst yeah. them at half time and they started better another corner kick Partick have to face here uh, Right we're looking for Your favourite Scottish Cup Away days Give us all your memories Stefan Patterson says Motherwell against Celtic On the supporters bus home To Kilmarnock A bit worse for wear Always a good start uh, to the story yeah. uh, Pulled over on the M77 For a quick relief Stood at the top of the banking Next thing Down the hill Landed in a hedge at the bottom All the boys <laughs> had to jump off the bus To pull me out the hedge it much, Reminds me of Mark's managerial career at Beacon Actually Yeah, um, yeah I can my head in the hedge Try to throw yeah. you over the hedge <laughs> I can see the similarities uh, Bobby Pollock Hugh This is definitely one for for your oh, era rather yeah. than mine He says mid-70s QOS against Rangers Me and my four mates Headed to Dumfries In my mate's car Stopped at a motorway cafe For a toilet break Full of bevy uh, Spotted Shawaddy Waddy oh, And started oh, wow. singing Hey rock and roll And the guys just smile Probably never heard that before Then I break into Under the moon of love And eventually My sober mate Has to drag me back To the car uh, There we go <laughs> They were top class Shawaddy Waddy They were that business QOS Q- away Sorry Alex yeah. One of my favourite away days For Dundee United I scored a 35 Shut yard volley In the Scottish Cup I've told you about it before It was incredible So when I asked you For your favourite See about an hour ago When I asked you For your favourite Scottish Cup away day Did you not feel like Mentioning Maybe. it then I, I was building things right, up okay. To this exact point What a goal it was though Do you know that Television now put up QOTS I mean where's the fun in that I know that's no use They need to listen to this show A bit more yeah. often um, Do you know what I like 
I've liked going there to work as well Most of my away day experiences recently Have been in a working compa- Great wee cafe at, It's actually it's like That's in, right on, in, on the grounds yeah. In the stadium Yep Queen of South It's, yes. it's, in, it's the, in the car park It's actually in It's like built oh. into one of the stands Brilliant Yeah Yeah top draw um, Not quite as exciting as scoring A 35 yard volley in the Scottish <laughs> Cup Granted um, but you know Give me Amazing. Give me my can we, can we get that As, as YouTube goal <laughs> no. the, uh, Listen the, the goalkeeper May have been a bit Questionable at it, But uh, The yardage Was still correct 35 Well Maybe a wee bit closer But <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yes Your favourite Scottish Cup away day And why Send them in Let us know What you've got here um, Let me see I'm just checking If there's any Any more Um Craig Brown says This is the junior Scottish Cup away days Now that's a whole different topic I bet there's some mm, Very lively. interesting stories there A way to beathe To watch Lark Hall Thistle um, My old history teacher Mr Flight Madwit Belton out <laughs> Yeah okay <laughs> I can just imagine um, That is lively I remember going To A Scottish Junior Cup semi-final In Largs And Um it was it was mental. Brutal. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was it was it would have been shots born accord, I think it would have been it. I used to go to a couple of their games. Yeah. Um semi final largs and always it got a bit lively outside and I remember seeing someone pick up a bus stop, you know, the pole with the yes. bus thing on it, they they pulled it out of the out of its like holder. I didn't uh-huh. know you could do that. I mean it must not have been <laughs> cemented in and they lift and, and sort of chucked it on a nearby car. Oh, wow. as you do. That yes. is some effort, eh? Can I ask you a serious question? What were you doing watching the juniors? Hmm? What were you doing watching junior football? So when I used to report on games here on a Saturday afternoon It, it wouldn't happen very often But if the if it fell that we were off Maybe it would I'm trying to think Maybe it was international break or something yeah. uh, Or I wasn't at a game And, and Motherwell weren't playing You go see what was out and about just Lawrence Shankland has just missed a great chance to equalise Good save written off from the Fabric that, Thistle goal could be, He's got to Oh and now yes. Dundee United are claiming They think the ball's crossed the line from the resulting corner Wow um, Stuart Bannigan cleared it off the line From behind the line I don't know exactly what We don't have the old goal line technology Dundee United are, are certainly making all the right noises. Mm, difficult um, to say, is They seem quite. Yeah, let, let's not kid ourselves that we that we can pretend. Oh, we've got one of these goal flashes with top scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs. For Martin Nil Mullerwell three. Oh. It's Jordan Roberts again, his second of the afternoon on fifty-two minutes. And just in case there was any doubt, then. Um, that will be that Stephen O'Donnell involved in the goal Up from right back Devante Cole with the turning shot Jordan Roberts finishes The Martin players are desperate for an offside flag It doesn't seem to come And uh, into the back of the net That'll be a nice um, contrast for Stephen O'Donnell surely Out with Scotland at yeah. Hamden And, and, and um, away as well And straight back with a bang to Fort Martin That's the beauty of the Scottish Cup uh, It was the same for Andrew Considine today down at Dumbarton and it's you know contrasting um, fixtures for these guys but when you're an international player that's what you mm. you have you to deal, deal with it, the, yeah. the highs and then the immediate well woes but pretty, not woes but different circumstances oh, we've not started some sort of argument Alex is on and he says maybe mention whose side it was that the fan lifted up said bus stop it wouldn't have been the angels that make oh, up our support who was it then? Al- I have no idea I don't know uh, just throw in a name and <laughs> rail the other side up uh, Alex is a Largs fan for I was it's definitely worth. a Largs fan uh, well, I'll, I'll he had a big Largs strip have on have you ever been down to Largs? it's a tranquil place oh, no, 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 not, not that day it wasn't oh, was no that? absolutely oh, not it was far from I think it went to penalties I think the game went to penalties as well or 
extra tight, something like that, yeah. Um, my memory of this is brilliant, as you can hear. What's what's amazing about that though is it, even at junior football, the fans who the real ah, paying fans who go and see, yeah. you know, proper care about the clubs. We only think it's for top t- no top way. tier football, but it's not. Uh, I've got uh, another one of these. Sorry. Goal flashes with top scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs. There was a race on between Jordan Roberts and Kyle Lafferty to get to the hat trick. And Kyle Lafferty has done it He came close just a moment or two ago And now he's finally done it Stenhousemuir nil, Kilmarnock 3 Kyle Lafferty 3 Six goals in five games for Kyle Lafferty Since he arrived at St Johnston That is some going It was an inspired move by um, Not at St Johnston, at Kilmarnock I should say An inspired move by Tommy Wright The former St Johnston manager Now the Kilmarnock manager uh, So He now Bit of trouble here at Tannadice Mickey Mellon giving me a yellow card So you're telling me he's been booked in the week That he released his book Correct That was going to mean that they were going to win the game today Talking about the first hundred days of management Well he won't forget this day And he might be wondering now uh, He feels he's been denied a goal Because the ball was over Mm. the line But he might be wondering I don't don't think it was a goal incidentally Um, But he might be wondering Is it one of those days? I mean in terms of the division This I mean it goes down as a shock But not huge He's 5-1 Morton nil. Kevin Smith on 59 minutes um, So you know They are separated By a few places In the pecking order Yeah um, I still comes under the shock If it's I, divis- the, I know it's only a couple yeah. of positions But if it's a league below Then it's a shock for oh, me Oh yeah And they would have yeah. fancied it at home He's 5-1 Morton nil. That just means George Bowie In oh. a bad mood When he comes in here at 6 o'clock Oh I should have rounded off My George Bowie story Well I was wondering Because you, you told us Before the break We got sidetracked um, We were Reminiscing about your Lord Lift days mm. And asking you who, Who's the most famous person That you've ever had a lift home from And you mentioned a great story About when you pestered <laughs> The Lord Provost of Glasgow To drop me off at the office in, in the official car yeah. um, And then you had a second chapter That you didn't have time for Well a few weeks later uh, The Prime Minister of the country then Was <laughs> Tony Blair And uh, Tony Blair came in with uh, George and me uh, the, the breakfast show and just a place you wouldn't believe it when a prime minister comes, Alec. I imagine you know, there are special service men everywhere. There were two guys yeah. bobbing up and down in the canal outside. Um, so there were <laughs> they seriously, did they? yes, there were, there were two like like Clyde Bank locals or officials. They were checking yeah. everything out. He was the prime yeah, minister of the country, and there were people all over the place here. But just before he, he came into mm. the studio, George said to me. Don't ask him for a lift <laughs> Tell me you didn't Tell me you did not No I didn't right. That's I, one stretch I, I, too far I, bo- I bottled it What be your mate Ronan Keaton Did he give you a, oh, a lift no? Oh well See he came in one morning And uh, I said to George I've got a joke for him And George said No don't 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 don't, don't. And he said Listen Ronan When did you leave take that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Deliberately? Oh, yes Alright okay Because oh, that yeah. is the type of thing You would get wrong No but he didn't take not it Not having well. it at all No, no. no. Okay. <laughs> Friend to the stars, you. <laughs> Sometimes you say it best when you say nothing at all. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. oh! <laughs> Had to be done. He set up. Just, just producer Callum's just disgusted at me. He's just shaking his head. across the goal line and the boy stuck it. Oh, oh awful. I'm ashamed of myself. I can feel my face going as red <laughs> as Mark Wilson's. But yeah, I, I felt like it would be worse to not do exactly. it. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Um, it, no, you're right, though. Um, I actually. Let me think Can I tell this I'm definitely going to have to Leave some of the details out For oh, sure Don't want to cause a, a diplomatic incident But when I was at school The 
I think he's like the president of the Balearic Islands or something came you know one of these exchange programs and our school was quite big on that stuff and uh, he came over and the, the security personnel that followed him was unbelievable and we mm. were a bit older at the time and uh, were charged with the responsibility of kind of setting up the room and a, a, a lunch or a tea or whatever it was and, and let's just say a, a rogue d- did something a very cheeky in in in, in in some of the the ingredients that were out for, oh, the, no. for the tea, or co- I know, I'm not. I, I, I won't go any further. You told me that story. Um, it's just in case, oh, you know, like I say, I don't want to don't want to cause a, an international incident. <laughs> Get and, um, somebody arrested. But yeah, so Oh very good. Yeah, yeah. Tony Blair, you keep imagine oh. imagine Hugh and Tony in the back of the car. Listen, yeah. the, I I had my photograph taken with him and I put it in the Sunday Mail column. So somewhere in the archives, there is the photo of the Tonster and me. <laughs> <Tonster>. <laughs> Do you have it in your, up in your wall at home in the man cave? No, no, no. I, I've got one of me and Jerry Marsden there. It's some operation. The only what when, A long, long time ago, when this place used to send me out on news stories rather than uh, dealing with you lot, uh, I got sent to an event with David Cameron. So to interview David Cameron, oh, right. Prime Minister at the time. Um, but it was, it was just so controlled. It was such an eye-opener. The, the pack of journalists that you were allowed one question each mm. and you had to say what the question was before you know for them oh. to give it the vet it to, the, yeah. the sort of thumbs up it was just weird totally you know controlled situation and it was around about the time of the remember the Peru 2 the, the yeah. drug story over over in Peru oh. so a lot of the questions were about that what are, it was the early days what are the UK going to do to get these uh, girls back and whatnot and uh, I ended up just asking them some rubbish about Scotland were playing England that night Remember that game yeah. that the one at, at Wembley? I think was it Kenny, Kenny Miller scored. Scored, yeah. I just ended up asking him some nonsense about that. It was the one best thing I could think of. <laughs> and did they give you a, a oh, decent a typical politician about how you know? Oh, I would have to back England, but you know, I, I hope I love Scotland. I hope football's oh, the real nonsense. winner, and I love Scotland as well. <laughs> yeah, something along those lines. Mm. Davy Irons has been sent off oh, for Stenhouse oh, Muir. The manager's gone. Mm, well, like I said, I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, when. Uh, when I was at Brighton We played Senna Smuir He had just came in And he wasn't in the dugout I'm pretty sure that was the reason He wasn't in there for the first game And I was told he was serving a ban From previous time um, Previous job Is, is Davey Irons not working the, the police force as well? I think he does, he? yeah Yeah, I think so, so. He's, the, the quietest man you'd ever meet Not yeah, today Not today, yeah. yeah Sometimes you get the quiet ones You oh. as soon as you step on the, the line Or at the side of the pitch They just lose the plot so Tom, to, experience Yeah <laughs> He used to play for the paper hankies, he must have learned it there. Yeah, Davy. Um, what else have we got here? I'm looking for your um your Scottish Cup away days, your best ones. Tell us all your stories. Um it doesn't need to be about Hugh Keevens sharing a lift with the, the Lord <laughs> Provost. Um Not much in a way day, I remember um when I was a kid going to Celtic v Meadowbank Thistle at Hamden so it counted as an away day because Celtic were playing at Hamden I always remember um, turning up to that game and thinking it'd be about Celtic Meadowbank it'll be 9-0 or 10-0 can I wait for this you know is it an 11 I think it it must have been 95 11 year old kid think this will be great ended up 3-0 you go away feeling a bit empty like oh that was that wasn't what I was hoping it'd be but Hamden Park, oh, what, a, what a time it was going to support Celtic there. Gordon, what you said earlier on, my mate Craigie texted me at half time, he says, Gordon, spot on. The further the trip, the yeah, better. Absolutely, 100%. Plenty of time for a sherry. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me. Now, that tends to be the, the theme which holds all of these stories together. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm starting, to, starting to notice that. Uh, Hugh, remind us of your question. Yeah. 
uh, I have played alongside Stephen Whittaker, Kyle Lafferty and Graham Dorans. I've been managed by Steve Bruce and Nigel Atkins. I've won cup finals at Hamden and Wembley and I've scored goals on three different continents. I'm not Scottish. I haven't represented my country at any junior or senior level. Darren Cheney says, is it El Hajduf? No, it's not. He would have represented his country, country for yeah. sure. Um, lots of you are getting this one right. I must say, Darren's also thrown in your one, Mark Wilson, Kyle Bartley. Yeah. That's what you went for, wasn't it? West Brom. Um, I can see Ross has got this right. Sandy's got it right. Uh, what else have we got here? Chris Cochran says, is it Jackson Irvin? Ooh. Mr Oz No it's not Mikey thinks it might be Grant Holt Grant Holt no. And Scott Burns has gone for Alex Ray's old pal Marvin Andrews No No not Marv Okay keep your answers coming please At Clyde SSB Also still looking For your favourite Scottish Cup away days Let's be having them And don't forget the open line here At 5 o'clock Big Marvin every every Friday, Hughes out there chanting on social media, singing his heart out to the to the <laughs> masses. <laughs> Often see him. He's great, but he's a great boy, isn't he? He's been he is. a big fun. guy. Yeah, he's a great guy. One of the toughest competitors. I mean, remember when he was at Livy and yeah. I, I was he at Dundee United. He was unbelievable, unmovable. Any yeah. ball into the box, this guy would oh, attack everyone. Moved, yeah. yeah. Here we go. Ooh. Goal flashes. With top scaffolding For all your scaffolding needs For Martin Nil, Motherwell 4 It's Devante Cole with a back post header Had been in a, a decent run of goal scoring form Semi-recently Devante Cole Alan Campbell just uh, Making a nuisance of himself as he does Robbing for Martin of possession Allows Motherwell just to, to build a little bit A bit of patience And eventually um, When the ball comes in from Stephen O'Donnell Good cross, simple header for Martin Nil Motherwell 4 I, I did say to you that's, that's doing your job properly That's a professional club Full time professional club Going and doing the job properly I think the early goal settles you down Hugh We spoke about that And they're just They're cantered it now I always said I feel as if Motherwell With the personnel they have up front Longy and uh, Coley The day Then you've got a chance Against per- this particular It level. is sad that Langy has left Isn't it? Yeah I mean, It's a bit of a shame That Langy's gone yeah. Made up quite the Langy, Longy and Coley Stephen O'Donnell with his That'll be his second assist of the week of course Because he crossed a fine one in for Grant Hanley at Hamden um, Yeah, this free one, kick wasn't it? This one a nice cross as well for Devante Cole mm. Yeah, it was a good performance uh, by Scotland I thought, you know I said to you in Super Scoreboard, Gordon Let's just go Play with the shackles off Get some goals Boost the confidence and of course everyone jumps to say Oh the Faroe Islands Not even in the top 100 La di da da But That's what we needed After Austria and Israel That was what we needed Because people were starting to think Whoa The wheels have come off here The boy Shea Adams a player I've been saying for a while You know When you look at the personnel That Stevie Clark has at his disposal here Yeah I like everything I see about this boy He's got a bit of everything yeah. He's got a great work ethic He's got an eye for goal Technically good Willing to run the channels If we have an English Premier League striker and alright he's there because he's granny come from Scotland or whatever the connection is but we're doing nothing wrong that's allowed in international football if we have an English Premier League striker Can all bring help him us? in bring yeah. him in be interesting to see if there'll be uh, any more additions going forward Willow you know they've got a and couple of the, the pool you know, new yeah, additions yeah there's only a couple of players probably up for obviously Turnbull would be one of them 
Um, and then maybe maybe sacrifice maybe one of the you, you're going to take three left backs to a major tournament I potentially one so. can out of there maybe bear Taylor. in mind regulars like Ryan Jack have still to go back in from, from being out injured James mm. Forrest there's Lee Griffiths it's a tough job for <laughs> Stevie Clark I remember was a I did see moves though during the week to look at Expanding the squad I size I saw that yeah. For the Euros Was it from 23 to 26 20, Yeah yeah. So I mean There could be still Scope for Steve Clark To take uh, additional players But still He's going to have to make That dreaded phone call uh, Listen to a few podcasts You hear Alan McCoy's Talking about when yeah. When he didn't make The tournament And he uh, Was at 98 And he yep. gets a phone call And it was the hardest thing The manager had to do Craig Brown had to do And it was uh, Steve Clark <laughs> Did you listen to that podcast What did he actually say About the, the phone call If you were did, Were you listening to What he said about Actually the phone call what did he say who was his rate McCoy's McCoy's oh well I can't remember off the top of my head Ooh, but we've got one of these goal flashes with top scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs Livingston one Wraith oh. Rovers one it's going to extra time DL's oh, going to yeah. be <laughs> at 6 o'clock get in yes. <laughs> extra time and penalties please do not let him away it's gone down as Jack Fitzwater it was certainly one of the defenders who got the final touch oh, well Livingston one Wraith one Brilliant. 70 minutes gone that would that would make my afternoon if he was sitting there yeah all the way to penalty kicks yeah <laughs> Uh, no replays, remember, at this stage of the uh, By the way, does he even know that? <laughs> he says maybe he'll be packing up at 8-9 minutes at 1-1 Find out if he did know that, producer Callum <laughs> If Gordon DL is aware that it goes straight to extra time Ah, oh, brilliant Oh, um, a pop- popular goal that <laughs> Double change from Motherwell Sam Foley and Jake Hasty Replacing Jordan Roberts and Robbie Crawford Hands up, who forgot that Sam Foley had signed for Motherwell? Oh uh, yeah. Yep. Well, there you go. Because St Mirren captain last season signed in, in January right, and I yeah. don't think he's played has he played at all, maybe just a couple of minutes. Mm. Um before I think he must have got injured. A couple of Motherwell's January signings have never been seen again. So um yeah, yeah it was a, it was one of those where you're struggling at that time and you try and get bodies in. Of course. And then maybe you realise you don't need them or, or they get injured or whatever. Crawford and uh, O'Donnell, is that right? Potentially signing extensions at Motherwell? Well, Crawford has done. Okay. Um and I think it was Graham Alexander just saying he hopes that O'Donnell would follow, but it might be a bit more difficult. Nicky Clark on for Dundee United now. Ooh, They're still one down. I think I heard in the background Alec That was Willow. <laughs> was that curry last night? <laughs> oh, he's been in touch um, when asked if he was aware that this game goes to extra time. He said that we should go and. Oh, really? Oh, nice. Very kind of you. You know. So, so um, and a happy Easter to you too, Dazzler. <laughs> what about Hearts? Still nil nil. Gordon. Still nil nil. What was that? Nil nil. Our broth a couple of weeks ago, and then yeah, and lost the broth. Lost results. the Queen of the South yeah, so. yeah. Tough time for Robin Hilsen Even though he sits What is it Is it still 13, 13 points clear um, Funny how management works No is it not down to 10 Is it down to 10 is it? I think it's fair it's, 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 it's a draw today Ready yourself for Peter from Lone Head again The great caller from last weekend Big Kenny the Jambo Sitting there with his oh, yeah. Hands in his head um, yeah, I'll just double check that for you That table. His job His job is to get them out No doubt yeah, in the championship it was, it was And be comfortable going into today So it's 11 at the moment if yeah. things And 11 You've got to there. say 11 points Is more than comfortable But it's just the way games, things go In certain weeks Yeah four. But fans Fans t- tend to forget All your good work At the start of the season 
and concentrate on the here and now. And even though they know they're going up, it's, uh, it's a bad time for Hearts. He's now, Gordon Dale is shouting. <laughs> I, I mean, bearing in mind, I'm not sure he'll have put this connection together yet, right? He's got the headphones on oh, no. with the mic. And yes, he can talk to producer Callum, but he's in an empty stadium. Like everybody's going to be able to hear him, and he is shouting, "Come on, we need a goal!" <laughs> so there's every chance the players and the staff and all know. the journalists round about him <laughs> will be able to hear him. Come on, we need a goal! And you can just tell he's not quite realised that. No, he wouldn't have. Certainly not. Oh dear. <sighs> Pray that that goes to extra time And then I hope the penalties is like 15-14 <laughs> He might actually be there after we're finished Yeah oh. brilliant I hope he's not getting anything important planned this evening Nah he wouldn't He couldn't possibly You're not allowed to do anything hmm. um, At the moment remember uh, Still asking for your favourite Scottish Cup away days Hamer 89 Wonder who he supports uh, Says Queen of the South One and only Scottish Cup final I flew all the way yes. back from Germany to be there What a day I'll never forget the first 10 minutes of the second half Coming from 2-0 down to 2 all. Yeah, there we go. That was a remarkable day that was I'll live with Dunhamer they, forever they went, they went into Europe that, uh, the yep. following season Because I, I went with them to uh, Denmark, Denmark Michelin was it? Uh, and they played the Morten Vikorst Who was one of the answers to the first yes. question Was the manager And I have to say The Queen of the South fans in Denmark what a, a pleasure it was to be in their company Terrific people That was Big Chisholm wasn't it? Who was the manager at that time? Big Chis, yeah, yeah. Kenny Brannigan yeah. Billy Dodds Yeah, mind your manners yeah. <laughs> That's a good wee crew that We know oh. a couple of them well don't we Willow? Yeah, yeah, yeah Yeah, remember that Well, um, any more than your favourite Scottish Cup away days um, Stuart McGill's just got his own memories He says I'm out in Spain and it's raining but oh. it's warm rain Unlucky Stuart Beautiful here uh, I played for Irvin Vicks That took the mighty Talbot To two replays Big Archie Halley Went in to play for Lards And won the Scottish Cup So we'll get a bit Of Junior Cup memories um, As well Coming in on that one and I've heard I've heard a few referees Who over the years Do the after dinner circuit And they obviously started At the junior yes, level And yes. they say You need the old tin hat on When you're oh, going yeah. to Some of these games Down in Ayrshire Yeah Oof well, what was the famous one? Coburnie, uh No, not not Coburnie. Um Auchinleck Cumnock. and Cumnock. Glen Afton's down there as well, as Gordon Dale well knows. But I think Auchinleck and Cumnock. Did he play there? Oh, he's kicking off at Tanadice. Oh. Bit of an off the ball incident here. Have the cameras um, picked it's, that one up fully? We're going to get another look at it. Gordon, I, I actually see him going down. It was from a throw-in on this. Uh, it's a left-hand mm-hmm. side. Uh, for Thistles again up the hill Brian Graham The Woody from Toy Story Lookalikes down I wonder if we Sid Has a dent to do it Sid's a, <laughs> Sid's a bad guy In Toy Story You can never trust oh, him oh, oh, oh. It's all it's kicking off here. Brian Graham Had a bit of a pop back um, Right we've got another one of these While we wait Goal Flashes With Top Scaffolding For all your scaffolding needs Aki's nil St Mirren 2 Christian Dennis It's a lovely finish Into the top corner Might that one be done now Hamilton Aki's nil St Mirren Two is that is that Alan Archibald getting involved? He's been booked, I think. Ian McCall is there as well. Um, I was going to say trying to keep the peace. It wouldn't be his style, would it? I have no. to say that Ian, Ian's been relatively calm here. I think Archie was a wee bit more animated. Yeah, Steve McLean seems to be, you know, talking to the staff more than the the players on the pitch. I think Brian, Brian Graham having a go at his old teammate Callum Butcher there. Um, looked like he, he was showing the referee that he may have got an elbow in the ribs or something off the ball, but. Big Woody's back up in his feet. Somebody must have pulled his string. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Billy Willow. He's got Andy written in the bottom of his boots. 
the big man is just yeah, do, you know, do you know what I used to hate Willow you know when you're actually doing something and the, and the, the ball's not really around about you and somebody lays one on you oh my god think how long's it going to take me to get this guy back is it he, a year can, two he, years he five can years? get the angry head on big brian as well and so um, that'll be interesting to watch you know we spend weeks and months of the season going round in circles on retrospective punishment were, were you not were you the were you the first person in english premier league to be done retrospectively or you were one of the first i, I was, was one like, of the first two could be done with tv evidence is, uh, two, is, that, is two, that on the cv is that like Oh, ridiculous! Absolutely ridiculous. The, two, the and a half, two and a half grand fine and a three-match ban. And uh, the funny thing about it is, I says, "Do you don't mind if I can uh, pay this up?" English <laughs> Premiership. And I says, "Do you mind if I like the catalogue?" I says, "Can I put you five hundred <laughs> on five weeks?" Who was the, the victim again? It was a fella called Daryl Pearl. Oh was... yeah, this is the one that you said, and he he, he waited Oof. for you. Him and his dad. Him and his dad in the players' lounge. We off up the back exit out the door. You <laughs> up to the car park. <laughs> Serves you right. Oh, he was he was a lively character. I believe we, me. Well, you, when you told this story on, we looked him up, and he's a lot bigger than you. Oh, um, by so I'm country not, mile. I'm did, not surprised. Did, did he know that you came from Denison? Hugh, see him and another chap. We volleyed each other for the best part of about ten to twelve years down <laughs> south, and it, there was no love lost. <laughs> the, the tweets are now coming in on that topic. Who was it? Read the name, producer Calm. Uh, the Ben says that surely Brian Graham's went down because he heard Andy coming. <laughs> Just drops to the floor. See, see, me Mark are showing our age here. Like, like children. Hugh Evans is looking no, I black. Exactly what I see, Shawadi Wadi was yours oh, earlier yeah, yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. We're on Toy Story, so the toys <laughs> when the when the, the the owners come, they all play dead and pretend that they're oh, very yes. good. There we go. So Andy was um, a wee boy. Who's yeah. in it? Who's in it? Toy Story. Well, it's a cartoon, but <laughs> Tom Hanks does the Tom Hanks. Yeah, does right. Brian's voice. Uh, the voice, doesn't he? Yeah. Ooh, this is a big one. Goal flashes with top scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs. So we've got two for Martin Nil, Motherwell five, Alan Campbell uh, with the goal and an equaliser for Dundee United. And it's a man wow. that Ian McCall knows well. It's Lawrence Shankland scored a oh. barrel load for him at air. And he's come back to haunt him this afternoon. Lauren Shankland with the goal. They're level. And Motherwell are on easy street as well. An absolute body blow here. Yeah. Because the first half, they should be out of sight. Partick Thistle. Got to say, see in the second half, United huffed and puffed at the start of it. But it kind of balanced out. Settled down. Thistle mm. looked comfortable again. Not many chances created. But obviously, United... You know, knocking at the door, ball across the oh, face, defending. terrible oh, defending. Dear. And when yes. you give Shanklin a ball in the six-yard box, uh, he swivels and puts it in. What's he doing, Hugh? What is he doing now? I know. Yeah. A very well, basic cross. Not doesn't much. Deal with the question. Oh, he's had a howler. You imagine how riled up that bench for Thistle is now because that incident happened with Brian Graham just a matter of moments ago. So tempers will still be high, and then yep. you lose a goal, and it feels like everything's against you. Ian McCone oh, oh, no, no, Calm no. down um, yeah. Right there's quite a lot happening We've now got a penalty to St Mirren So the chance to go 3-0 up Xander Clark My big neighbour Has saved a penalty from Charlie Adam oh. So that keeps St Johnson in front uh, And like we said Penalty St Mirren Funnily enough St Mirren you, score here All day um, long there's, there's a bit of a, a A Duncan family connection here So I always say that Xander Clark is my neighbour uh-huh. And who was his sidekick that night On the show when he oh, called in who, the, 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 the Bell's Cafe who phoned us Sean, Sean Rooney phoned in so my sister has just moved out she's moved out of the family home for the first Aww. time my younger sister and um, went and helped her um, move some of her stuff the other day and she's just next to the Bell's Hill Cafe as well so there you go we'll keep, we'll keep an eye on him right we've got one of these Goal Flashes 
with Top Scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs. Jamie McGrath with his second. This one from the penalty spot. Hamilton Aki's nil, St Mirren three. It's a great win. They'll be through in the cup. Jim Goodwin will be happy. Saints fans will be delighted. Might they just say, where was this two weeks ago when we were trying to secure the top six? Well, there's no doubt that was a classic error. Uh, they just did not defend the free kick properly There's no point in going on and on about the free kick It was awarded You then have to deal with it And they didn't And it mm. cost them the top six But as I say He's got good players Jim Goodwin He's uh, talking about the Irish fellas Being good enough to get into a Republic of Ireland team That can't win matches uh, And that again is an exercise in good professionalism They've gone there to a difficult place Three um, up Thank you very much Brian Graham's now gone off Injured Is that as a result of the, No uh, no. Yeah, yeah. It seems no. to be limping Gordon I thought it was If it was uh, Like around about the, the Yeah the midriff yeah, yeah, yeah he took it But he, that's He's he, limping uh, Well he's groin there It looks like But it's a blow again For Partick Thistle Because although he did Miss the sitter He's played his part In a good Thistle Performance mm. this afternoon and with 10 minutes to go Ian McCall's yep. Zach Rudden Former yeah. Rangers youngster Is going to come on And replace him um, Craig Kane His favourite Scottish Cup away day He's just sent me the picture What's that old saying about The, the words that a, pe- a picture yes, paints yes. Hugh Keevans Paul yeah. Hanlon Wheeling away in celebration I can see uh, Marvin Bartley in the background So I think it is that I think that was mentioned before The Tynecastle game En route to winning the Cup oh. uh, For Hibs And there we go There's a Who's this for a tweet Hugh Right on On Q yeah. Over a, a, a tweet in um, From Jim Thompson Who says I was privileged to be the captain Of QOS in the final Big In Jim. Europe Best memories Great achievement And what a team we had Says yeah. Jim Thompson Yeah they were there terrific we And as I say the, the, the whole trip was a joy And they acquitted themselves Very well When they got to uh, The outskirts of Copenhagen To play the match And Morton V course Great fella uh, I was happy to be In their company I have to say Big Jim Played against him when I was uh, up at Dundee. He was a hairy uh-huh. individual. He was <laughs> frightening. He took great joy in leathering you. So I'm glad you're listening, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> and you're in the comfort of the studio, well away from it. Right, are we going to get a winner at Dundee United Partick Thistle, or are we going the distance? The one that everyone wants to see go the distance is Livingston Wraith Rovers. We had a look around. We thought, who is the most work shy guy that we've got? Who's going to be desperate to get up the road early? There's only one man for the occasion, Gordon DL, and we think we've found a game that's going to go to extra time, and he will be raging. See, I think Dundee United will snatch it in the end here, but I fear, Dazzler, it's I'll be an extra overtime. shift. An extra shift. Oh, I hope so. Oh, I really, really hope so. He will be. <laughs> I'm going to take my my cans off and see if I can hear him. See, Somebody score! I wouldn't be surprised if he just left, just up and left <laughs> in yeah. 90 minutes. Yeah. I mean his hip's alright now So there's no need To be sympathetic He can put in the hours Arbroath 2 Alawa 1 David Gold That's a big goal Because Alawa um, Toiling down there At the bottom Of the championship And Arbroath Just going For a, for a part time team In a largely full time division yeah. Having a really uh, Making a really strong account Of themselves as always That's a good uh, Good result for Arbroath Takes them further away From the bottom For yeah. me they're secure already yeah, I, I said last week our both probably look at the blueprint from Alla over the years and getting into the league and sustaining it as a part-time club Dick Campbell obviously knows his way around that part-time management 
um, regime, uh, and it's a good result. Was that all one? Was that all one nil up in that game actually? Um, but good result for our both, never, nevertheless. He he can now be heard saying, "Go on, my son!" Every time somebody's got a chance in front of goal, the people mm. round about him are going to. What on earth is going on? I is hope he's he took a packed lunch, you know, <laughs> no, just to keep him taking over. I don't. Do you know what? I don't know if Not he will have because the inside track. He, he he was ambitious today. He went and played golf first, and then went straight went straight oh. to Livingston. Oh. So he's tried to He'll cram, jaded tried to cram a bit in. Bit tired. The story goes he blew up on the 17th and 18th as well. Mm. Having been in contention, he then blows up at the end. Bad mood already. Mm. Goes to Livingston, probably gets lost on the way and Love then him. extra time and penalties. Carlsberg day. That is a Scottish Cup away day. Great delight <laughs> right in his misery. Because he would do it to you That's the thing Of course he would love that's it I the remember when uh, The time I get locked in at Pataudry And he, could, he, and he, oh, he, he laughed all day long So it's good when he's getting locked in <laughs> When he had his evening planned probably Well he's staying at the Tony Macaroni For a bit longer Oh I'm looking forward to it I must say Hopefully we don't get a winner No <laughs> offence to any of the teams <laughs> yeah, involved No injury time Just blow the whistle Bang on 90 Do you think he might withdraw his services At full time And uh, refuse no. to do a report? I think there's every chance that yeah, I think we might be greeted with silence when I <laughs> fade up. <laughs> the um, worst full time report in the world's coming up if this stays one one. This will be great. Our broth would be no, seven, no, seven no. points I'm, are clear. I, uh, so if they're seven points clear, done. I am much. I am not for a second buying this. Right, see if he thinks he's going to wriggle out of this. Do you know what, uh, the latest update I've just had in my ear is, what is he saying? that he's forgotten his power cable and the equipment he's using is on batteries, so the batteries might not last. Oh. Not a chance. No Trust way. me, if that happens, he's on the phone. On the phone he's right, going yeah. nowhere. Yeah. Oh. Scotty talk us through the penalties. There's, not, a, there's not a chance. Can't, tell, can't you can tell a Scottish him. Cup tie. Just can't. So if he, yeah. He's got a choice He can either do it on the Official piece of kit Or he can do it on the phone How has he forgot his power cable? I mean That's what he does It's one of the most important things To take If you're getting sent out to a game And he's forgotten it you get that You get that as you get schooled to you. you go there you go There's your equipment Do not Don't forget, forget the cable He'll now say the battery's going on his phone It doesn't matter He can don't give him excuses here. He can borrow someone's. There is no. Sure, chance. he's got more than one phone. Just shout down to me, <laughs> guy. No one him. Shout down to David Martindale. He can bring him up a phone. Like the old days, you would have had to use the the phone in in the press box, wouldn't oh, you? Yeah. To phone phone in yeah. the, the match the report. report. Yeah, I told you at the back of the the press box at Hamden, uh, the line of telephones, and there was a wee window in the box, so you could see the game while you're phoning your copy over. Uh, was that the the two pence in the days you or was that just a, yeah, a line well, through? It was, the, it was the old, you know, the big phone. And th- th- this may be a silly question, but when you're phoning through and you're giving the info, is somebody typing that on the other end yeah. or writing that down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you knew. Well, how how bad does that? Think about it. Those days. How else would they get it there? Quicker? I, I know. I, I don't know, but it just seems quite hard to to imagine you phoning and saying. Well, it's it's one one in this game. This is what's happened. Somebody's tightened up. It's just you thought that your words were golden, so as you are reciting your golden prose, the killer was when the copy taker said, "Is there much more of this?" <laughs> <laughs> and you, you knew you were boring the copy taker. Then. <sighs> Penalty to Morton oh. late on. Remember, he's five. Thought they had that one wrapped up. I think. Um, make it another. Extended game this afternoon I wouldn't mind that I wouldn't mind that at all I'll tell you what I know that I, well, I've got the Motherwell game on We've got the Dundee United game on 
I don't know how far the company credit card stretches, but we might need to get Livy on for the penalties. I don't oh, know if that's an option. We might need to look card. into it. We've got another one of these. Goal flashes with top scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs. Kyle Lafferty's magic touch knows no bounds. He's gone off to be replaced by George Oakley, and now he's scored. So Kilmarnock, really comfortable, Hugh. That would go into your category, the same as Motherwell, a professional job. Yeah, well done. I'm just looking at the, the, the extent of the professionalism. You know, St Mirren away, three goals they've scored, none conceded. Kilmarnock away, four goals scored, none conceded. Motherwell away, five goals scored, none conceded. This is the very definition of doing your job properly. Don't worry, I've got them absolutely rumbled here, right? A good bit of research already. Alison Conroy has been in touch. Gordon Deal's kit doesn't have a power cable, but he does have two spare charged batteries. Ah, so yes. there's no chance. He and uh, Roger it. has also contacted his mate at the Sun, who's also at the Tony Macaroni, and he will give him his power cable if need be. See, teamwork, you teamwork. Cancel your plans, Daz. Nowhere. Yeah. Do you remember the, 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 the famous Lisbon Lion, Bobby Lennox? Yeah, legend. When you're talking about phoning your copy over, we Bobby's nickname was Lemon. Everybody knew him as Lemon, and that was because the copy taker misheard and wrote down Bobby Lemon instead of Bobby <laughs> Lennox. <laughs> that was his nickname. Uh, for, forever after, he was Lemon. We Lemon. I was just about to ask actually if that ever led to comedy typos in the, oh, the paper. Yeah, there must yeah, have been yeah. loads then. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you when you put over the phrase, he had a left foot like a sandwich. And it came out as S-A-N-D-W-I-C-H And I left foot like a sandwich <laughs> oh, Very good uh, Morton have scored from the spot Sean McGinty tucks it away A 91st minute equaliser in a, a cup game That goes down well Got to say it's been a good Scottish Ooh, Alex, Cup Alex, I'm afraid Stranraer Back in it They've equalised oh, to, to be fair If you make the 308 mile journey You want to spend a bit longer there So you want to go do. extra time See the scenery um, And penalties don't you uh, Right don't forget Before we get a bit busy With the full times They will They will not get back Stranraer After midnight On the same day that they played Yeah, yeah <laughs> I was point, just figuring yeah. it out As was everyone else uh, Hugh let's finish this The second half teaser With Monday Scottish Sun Free goals, pull out, and all the reaction to the weekend's games. I have played alongside Stephen Whittaker, Kyle Lafferty, and Graham Dorans. I have been managed by Steve Bruce and Nigel Adkins. I've won cup finals at Hamden and Wembley, and I've scored goals on three different continents. I'm not Scottish and I haven't represented my country at any mm. junior or senior level. I am Gary Hooper. Gary Hooper will announce the winners in just a second because we've got one of these and it's a big one. Goal flashes with top scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs. Dundee United have snatched it. Oh! Dundee United 2, Partick Thistle 1, defender and goalkeeper collide. Nicky Clark is there to pick up the pieces and right at the death It looks like the Premiership side Will be going through They were staring down the barrel Of a cup shock And it's now Dundee United 2 Partick Thistle 1 uh, Just a feeling Yeah just a feeling That uh, they would get it Oh my god oh, oh, no. oh no Oh no Oh no oh. It's, it's a boy oh, again. 
Mohamed Nyang and the goalkeeper of Clyde. Oh, Scottish Cup bloopers <laughs> video right there. Get that on it. I mean, what a sickener for Ian McCall. He must have thought he went to his old club there and, and got away with a, a great Scottish Cup victory. We what, 10 minutes to go? Two goals, and that one is an absolute howler. Well, Monday night, 6 o'clock, Alex Ray and Hugh Keevans have to pick their howler of the weekend, and this might just feature. It's a long ball. Hopeful no ball. disrespect to Dundee United. It's a rubbish ball. And, um, oh. hold on, though. Hold on. Pushing ha- the back. Having seen that back, does Nicky Clark push the Partick Thistle defender into his goalkeeper? I think so. I really believe so. If there was VAR mm. If there was VAR mm. That would have been jocked up I wonder if we've been too harsh I mean you can always do better But Yeah, yeah. He, uh, listen Either way I think Yeah it, You've got a case at Nicky Clark Push him But I think the goalkeeper Has to take responsibility take of That decision I think he's He's too hesitant If he's coming out take He it. has to yep. go for the ball And I think he's worried About the defender It's finished between Stenhouse Muir And Kilmarnock Here's Andrew Stenhouse Muir nil, Kilmarnock 4 and Kyle Lafferty is the star of the show again for Tommy Wright's side as he bags three goals to put their name in the hat for the next round. They were really dominant early on but couldn't really trouble Stenhouse Muir goalkeeper Paddy Martin until they got a penalty. 37 minutes in, Lafferty went to chest down Gary Dicker's long ball into the box. He then went down after getting a shove in the back and referee Greg Aitken pointed to the spot. Stenhouse Muir boss Davey Arons wasn't happy about it and was booked for protesting. Then Kyle Lafferty stepped up, right-footed, low finish into the bottom corner to make it 1-0 he then got his second of the game they worked the ball into the box this time it was laid off to him just at the edge and it was a good right footed low finish again to make it 2-0 after the break Kyle Lafferty so nearly got his hat trick but his header came off the post but he did eventually get that third and he had Chris Burke to thank for it great work by the winger to get to the byline cut the ball across the face of goal and all Lafferty had to do was tap it in from a couple of yards out that's his first hat-trick since 2011 when Rangers beat Kilmarnock at Rugby Park in the final day of the season to clinch the title at the other end Callum Yates then went down looking for a penalty he was booked for diving by Greg Aitken Davy Arns wasn't happy about that decision either and was sent to the stand for something he said to the fourth official and to finish the game off George Oakley came on for Kyle Lafferty and got himself a goal too he ran through one-on-one with the goalkeeper and produced a cam finish to make it 4 a dominant and professional Kilmarnock display at Oakleview the full time score Stenhouse Muir 0 Kilmarnock 4 uh, I forgot to tell you the winners of that teaser Gary Hooper was the answer well done to Callum Bringen Martin Cooper was second place and Fraser Vandal is the winner here's the best news you'll hear all day long it's finished at the Tony Macaroni Arena how did it go Gordon DL yeah absolutely devastated from the Tony Macaroni Stadium the fact that it's went into 30 minutes extra time Gordon and I've got to say Livingston deserved it second half I'm delighted for them uh, Wraith were brilliant first half went in with a 1-0 lead through a Lewis Vaughan free kick absolutely superb on the edge of the box he just put it into the near corner by McCrory Livingston come out and obviously David Martindale had a few strong words because his side were well below par in the first half a lot better and Wraith are undone with a set play corner kick in Giamano uh, Thomas wins the header and Fitzwater was there just to hook the ball into the net to make it 1-1 after that both teams I think just 
just settled for taking extra time. Wraith Rovers players, they've had a hard week again against Dunfermline. It's starting to take its toll on them. They're not as crisp with their passing. Their energy levels are down and Livingston may fancy the next 30 minutes. So, from a real disappointed Gordon Dale and the Tony Macaroni, it's 1-1 and extra time. <laughs> he sounds devastated. <laughs> sounds like his energy levels are down and he plays in that game midweek. Oh, uh, just clear up for us, be honest, did, did you know that this could go to extra time or did you think it was going to be a replay? Um, I thought it was a replay and then I realised it was extra time. Even better, right? Enjoy it. We'll let you get back to extra time there. It's finished. Hamilton against St Mirren. Fraser? Hamilton Aki's nil. St Mirren three. Comfortable and deserved victory for Saints. They should have had the game won in the first half but they were only one up through a Jimmy McGrath goal. Aki's came back into it in the second and it was left to goals by Christian Dennis and a penalty by McGrath to settle the match. As I said, Saints should have been more than one up at half-time. They dominated the first half hour but only had a fourth-minute opener by Jamie McGrath to show when it was a brilliant finish by the midfield player. Just took a throw in, the ball sat up beautifully and he lobbed the goalkeeper from 16 yards on the angle as Ryan Fulton just watched the ball go into the back of the net. Brilliant finish by McGrath. Obika twice, McCarthy, McGrath himself, Dermis all had good chances, but as they do, Aki's dug in a couple of shots towards the break from Callahan and a Hodgson shot tipped over by Jack Anik. And Aki started the second half on top, 49 minutes, a great chance, a brilliant running cross by Callahan on the right. What a chance for David Moyot. A free header, back post, six yards out, over the bar. It was an absolute sitter. Aaron Martin then headed straight at Anik as Aki's were the better team. And the slick play of the first half for St Mernon had gone. Became a scrappy battle to hold on to the lead. But slowly Saints got back into the game. Jim good and threw on Flynn and Dennis for Erwin and Connolly. Marcus Fraser drove forward and shot lower from 25 yards. But few chances at either end until the 74th minute. It was 2-0 to Saints and game over. Another brilliant finish. Dennis took and John Obika pass worked himself a yard 20 yards out and curled a left foot shot into top right hand corner an absolutely brilliant finish by the substitute it was 3-0 in 79 minutes, Obika outstanding throughout, turned Odafin and lifted the ball over Fulton. The ball went wide, but the keeper's momentum took him into the striker and the referee pointed to the spot and McGrath stepped up to send Ryan Fulton the wrong way from the spot. Still time for Anik to make another good save with his left foot, denying a Bruce Anderson consolation goal. But all in all, Saints very, very comfortable and Aki's can now focus on preserving the Premiership status. Saints will be happy, revengefully game a couple of weeks ago and again dreaming of Hamden for the second time this season. Full time, Hamilton Aki He's Nelson, number three. Uh, let's keep going then around the grounds. Tannadice, what a game, what a finish. Roger Hanna witnessed between Dundee United and Partick Thistle. What a finish indeed. Dundee United 2, Partick Thistle 1. United have dodged a cup upset in stoppage time after defensive disaster for Partick Thistle. Substitute Nicky Clark, the goal hero. He rolled the ball into an empty net after Thistle keeper Kieran Wright and defender Mohamed Niang collided on the edge of the box. It was, of course, a hint that Clark had shoved one into the other, but referee Stephen McLean waved play on and the Premiership side are into tomorrow's draw for the last 16. The Jags had led the game until the 78th minute when Niang was indecisive with a clearance and Lauren Shanklin slammed home against his former boss Ian McCall it was so cruel on the Jags and ex-United boss McCall, they had led from Scott Tiffany's first half opener and should have been well clear before half time but United somehow came back in a feisty second half here at Tannadice which saw Jags coach Alan Archibald booked after striker Brian Graham claimed he'd been struck off the ball, it was all 
Thistle in the first half there a penalty appeal turned down after 17 minutes when Shea Gordon went down under a challenge of United goalkeeper Dennis Mehmet Niang then had a header inside the six yard box it was cleared away but they did take the lead after 25 minutes Kieran McKenna's long throw flicked on at the near post and there was Scott Tiffany on loan from Livingston to score for the second successive weekend they should have been too clear a minute before the break Gordon making progress down the right his cross to the back post should have been turned home by Graham but somehow the ball went the wrong side of the post and in stoppage time at the end of the first half another great chance Darren Brownlee's long free kick missed by the United defence there was Gordon he lifted a shot over Mehmet but somehow it drifted beyond the far post United far more at it in the second half Shanklin had a shot blocked it fell to the, into the path of McNulty and his effort was deflected over just on the restart 54 minutes in McNulty and Shanklin linking again this time goalkeeper Wright saving with his legs a minute later straight from the corner McNulty again threatening this time from close range and somehow smuggled off the line by Stuart Bannigan with the hosts claiming that it would get over the line Mickey Mellon he was desperate for something he threw on Logan Chalmers he threw on Nicky Clark there was then the flashpoint involving Graham who went down just in front of the dugouts midway through the second half he claimed Ryan Edwards had been involved in an incident with him off the ball the Jags bench were furious Alan Archibald the coach was booked by referee McLean as he tried to restore order somehow it seemed to drive United on though and in 78 minutes of a level routine ball into the box Niang seemed to have all time in the world to clear he probably had too much time he failed to make a decisive clearance and there was Shanklin from close range Predator's instinct knocking it past right for 1-1 and United then pushed on desperate for the winner desperate to avoid extra time and they got that winner in stoppage time a routine ball through the middle there seemed no danger Wright came out Niang went back neither of them claimed the ball they ran into each other and there was Clark to roll the ball home and send United through to United 2 Partick Thistle 1 It's also finished between Formartin and Motherwell here's Dave Galloway It's finished here at North Lodge Park Formartin United 0 Motherwell 5 it was actually Formartin who carved out a decent opening early on in this one Woods header saved by Kelly following Crawford's cross the visitors turned up the pressure though and created a series of chances which came to nothing however the deadlock was broken after 34 minutes a long ball upfield misjudged by the keeper and long fired into the empty net six minutes later it was 2-0 a cross from the left wasn't dealt with and Roberts slammed the ball home 52 minutes gone and the well got number three at Cole with the turn and cross hit high into the net at the back post by Roberts Cole turns from provider to scorer in the 63rd minute heading in O'Donnell's cross and then goal number five arrived on 75 minutes Campbell drilling low into the net following really good lead up play by Hasty and Long it's ended for Martin United nil, Motherwell 5 and now it is over to you 0141 951 1025 that's the number you need give us a call right now the open line is here are you a fan of a team which played this afternoon if so what did you make of it are you happy are you not we are delighted that the Livy game's gone to extra time the only game of our featured matches which has gone to extra time so Gordon DL's getting an extra shift tonight uh, what about this evening's game Celtic against Falkirk Celtic fans how important is this Scottish Cup to you given the way the league season has gone what are you expecting tonight what type of team do you want to see Eddie Howe could he be walking into a team uh, that's just progressed in the Scottish Cup let us know Rangers fans you play tomorrow anything that's on your mind anything you think we've missed at all now is the time to pick up the phone 0141 951 1025 After the action it's your reaction 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line 
what's on your mind after a busy day of Scottish football. If your team was in the cup this afternoon, give us your fresh reaction. I know you can't get out there to the games, but I'm sure you watched it. So what did you make of it? Was it good? Was it bad? Was it somewhere in the middle? Give us all your match thoughts, all your review. And if you want to look ahead, we can do that as well. Celtic Falkirk, Rangers Cove. Another disappointing day for Hearts in the Championship, drawing against Dunfermline. In terms of bigger news stories, Eddie Howe looks to be in his way into Celtic. Rangers have appealed the punishment given to their COVID-5 for that breach. So it is all happening. Pick up the phone and let us know. Did we get our Scottish Cup shock anywhere? Uh, no, no, no really. I think it's a story of sheer professionalism. You know, in an ascending order, you've got St Mirren scoring three and losing none at Hamilton, Kilmarnock scoring four and losing none at Stenhouse Muir, and Motherwell scoring five and losing none at Formartin. So they've gone, they've done their jobs properly. I think if Rafe uh, got the, the winning goal in extra time, that would still be a shock for me, Yeah, because yeah, they're not in the same division. Well, I was yep. going to say, the two that you predicted, because Brora's gone to extra time as yeah. well, so they're both still there. And the best news of all. Is that Gordon DL is still working Because the Livy game has gone to extra time So we'll keep you up to speed on that one um, Elsewhere our featured matches as Hugh says Simple wins for Motherwell and Kilmarnock St Mirren as well Dundee United left it late but they got through um, So let's go to the phones 01419511025 uh, Who was first through? John who's a Celtic fan What is on your mind tonight John? Well, as I say, the stain will be coming in a couple, couple of days for Eddie Howe's going to manage But surely to God, he's not going to be another yes man. Uh, he's not going. He's going to be allowed to bring his own back room stuff. No, that, that's what happened last season. I said he's the man. My team was one of the problems. I never won ten in a row. Neil, Neil wasn't allowed to bring Tommy Johnston and any other couple of guys he wanted. So surely he's not going to take that job over the weekend. And he's, he's going to be tell what a day. That's what the board day. He's telling his managers what a day. It's time they stood up to these guys and says no. I'm coming in fresh start. I want my men in. What if, um, what if Eddie Howe's had a look at these guys though as well and decided that he actually he wants them. He wants them to hang around for a bit of continuity. Why? Well, for, for continuity. Uh, well, as I say, he was one of the reasons uh, John Kennedy and the other boy Gavin, uh, second Gavin, is the reason we didn't want ten in a row. So. John, John's been under about four or five managers now. I think, it, I think it's harsh to say Gavin Strachan cost Celtic ten in a row. I have to say, well, uh, John did say one of the reasons. Yeah, but anyway, if you're Eddie Howe, you are much needed by Celtic, arguably more than you need Celtic, and you have all the bargaining power. When you sit down with Dominic Mackay and Dermot Desmond, that is the point at which you must assert yourself. Lay down your terms and conditions Under which you will take the Celtic job So if he has agreed And I underline the word agreed If he has agreed to John Kennedy and Gavin Strachan staying Then that's fine It was Eddie Howe's decision But he has to assert himself Mm. straight away It has to be done his way or not at all Given the type of appointment it is Mm -hmm. A guy who's managed for a decent spell in the English Premier League A guy that will not come cheap if John, we're definitely getting ahead of ourselves, but that's fine. If John Kennedy and Gavin Strachan do remain, can we assume that he actively wants it? He actively encourages it, and it yeah. shouldn't be. I think so. A I, negative. I, I don't think Celtic uh, and the board and the new chief exec would go down the road of forcing staff or not allowing staff to follow the new manager. And now, if that's Eddie Howe, 
like you say, a manager who is stock is is pretty high, regarded as a a top coach, linked with Premier League jobs down south. I don't think you're going to say to that guy, "We want you to be our manager," but you're not bringing in your staff. You have to manage with this staff that's in place. I don't think that's going to happen. So if though if, if Gavin Stratton, John Kennedy is still there, I think we can assume that Eddie Howe has made that decision himself. If Eddie Howe doesn't get what he wants, Eddie Howe leaves the room. The conversation comes to a shuddering halt because Celtic want him. He holds all the cards. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, we are speculating. We have to because we don't know what's inside that those walls and what the conversation was. But would that be your assumption as well, Alex, that if they are there because of the, the strength, that the, the hand that yes. he holds, that, that he wants them? Yeah, the power lies with the manager, particularly when he's coming in the door, Gordon. That's when you have your best bargaining chips. Uh, they, they would have been put on the, in the spot, Kennedy and striking. Uh, again, I understand why Celtic supporters might want a clean uh, sweep. Mm. However... If you look at the director of football Who may well be coming in Richard Hughes Who was Eddie Howe's director of football Technical director Whatever you want to call it At Bournemouth So that would suggest to me that Eddie Howe's already asked the relevant questions And got assurances oh. If the boy Hughes is coming in on the back of it Because when you're a manager Gordon And you've got a, an ally And the director of football Then you've got a chance I mean, John, if that is to be... By the way, how many times am I going to use the word if? It's such a hypothetical. But if they do remain, Gavin Strachan, John Kennedy, can you not get yourself behind the idea, Okay, maybe Eddie Howe, he wants them, he's comfortable with them, and and therefore I'm happy and I'll get behind them? Aye, my season tickets are going through the door shortly, and I'll I'll be going back. But as I say, say, I'm not used to on Kennedy's back, but the boys had a chance under the four or five managers. He was part of that team last year, the most important elite in the history. I never get 10 in a row along with me and other thousands of Celtic fans he's got to tip some of the blame as well for all these uh, but John John Kennedy you're saying he's been been part of other management teams the other management teams he was part of all successful hugely successful and he was a big part of the success yes he's been a part of the failure well the Rodgers won season. yeah so John you can't just say because he's failed this season he's a failure mm. as a coach you, you can't forget the good Brendan Rodgers times and everything he learned there. And now I'm definitely speculating, but you can stop me if you think it's too unrealistic. Who do you think one of the one of the the early people Eddie Howe would have picked up the phone to to talk about the Celtic job? Brendan Rodgers. Lennon. And Brendan Rodgers, I would imagine. Yeah. I think they probably know each other better. And what type of reference will Brendan Rodgers have given John Kennedy? Well, he's already gone public and so, said that he believes that John Kennedy will one day be the Celtic manager and the uh, you know, I, I I only know what I read, but uh, he, Eddie Howe, has gone to study Brendan Rodgers. The two are close, uh, and you're absolutely right, Gordon. He would have contacted Brendan Rodgers about who probably the said staff. keep John Kennedy. He's done. Yeah. By the way, yeah. I don't know that for a fact. It just seems like a plausible uh, turn of events. Uh, very quickly, Gordon DL, it's half time. You still there? Still okay? Looking forward to penalties. <laughs> Oh, he's in a half. He's away. <laughs> <laughs> he's turned his off. Uh, Definitely, I can hear him somewhere in the background. John, overall though, you, you seem a bit worried about what might lie ahead. You're happy with the appointment though of Eddie Howe. If that was to be the man, if that happens this week, will you be happy about it? I'll be happy, mate. But as I said, I'll be in the last time you made it. I was made it. Don't sound happy, John. I'm happy. It's the sun's been down my head. I'm getting sunstroke here. It's as I said, it's a. It's the most important Last year was the most important league in the history One of the most important And Kennedy was part of that It doesn't matter whether they won before that 
That's what I'm saying. Didn't matter what the one before under Ben and Rogers. But I think what Mark's trying to say is you are willing to give John Kennedy blame for when it's gone wrong, but you're not willing to give him credit for when it's gone right. He's not going to be the guy that's going to be picking the team. It's going to be the new man. We'll just want to give him a chance. But as I see, I'll be renewing my ticket. Let me in there. Do you believe, John? See, this is John happy. I don't want to hear John unhappy. Do you believe, John, that the players who failed you in the most important season, they should all go as well? They should be sacked? Well, they're going. They're walking out. They're dying to go. The five or six guys that buy the way in February after the Fenanachi game, they're, they're going to be going. Yeah, but, but guys who are still there Like McGregor. Callum McGregor And people like that John They would be They've been part of this as well So Surely you have to take on Both sides Whether it's good And whether it's bad John good to hear from you Enjoy the sun But please Stick some factor 50 on If you think it's getting too much We don't want to lose you That was John in Greenock 01419511025 um, David Is also a Celtic fan From Parkhead David Would you be happy If Celtic announced Eddie Howe in the next few days Hey, hi Duncan, how, how are you doing guys? <laughs> All good, thank you <laughs> Good man, Duncan Hi, hi, good uh, Hi, Gordon Duncan Hi, uh, listen guys, I would be very happy if uh, Eddie Howe was uh, appointed manager of Celtic But just a general question, it was um, to basically Alex and everybody anyway Alex Bray as well, I particularly um, respect him as a pundit But see, at the end of the day do you not know, think that Eddie Howe versus Steven Gerrard would be good for Scottish football? Without doubt. Uh, for me, you've got a manager who's up and coming as well. He's done his apprenticeship. He has uh, done wonders there. Uh, I think he would bring a style of play as well. I, I, I've no objections to Eddie Howe. I think he's a good candidate. Uh, he, he fits the boxes. I said that earlier on. He has a philosophy. He has a style of play. I played against his teams when I was at Blackpool five or six years ago. And it was a good They were really inventive And uh, he has done better things since then to now So I think it would be box office if he came up and took the job Molly reservation is Because of the size of the clubs that he has managed With the greatest respect yep. to them To now We spoke about this earlier on Hugh and I About the, mm. the scrutiny and the, the media attention Everything that goes with it mm. And regardless of this building things If you don't hit the ground running yeah. It's a tough environment If you... Take up the point that uh, David has made That it is good for Scottish football Yeah uh, It's box office stuff It's wonderful for uh, Satellite television It's wonderful for us It's wonderful for newspapers However There's a basic requirement here This town ain't big enough for the both of us So one of them Doesn't last the course And well, that One of us has got to lose as well So yeah, but that's the loser. You know, if if Steven Gerrard and Neil Lennon had both lasted the full season, uh, and Rangers had lost and Celtic won ten in a row, the chances are Steven Gerrard would have been sacked. Uh, when it gets to Eddie Howe against Steven Gerrard, one of them will get the sack. I really do think we should stop talking about sacking Eddie Howe before he's got the job. I I just feel that even by our standards, we're, no, we're getting it's just a bit ahead of ourselves. To, to, to illustrate the pressure, I, I do of take it all, the point because know. it is true. See, when you think back, it would take a pretty unique set of circumstances in this city. One manager is always. Doing good And one manager's not Really yeah. isn't it That's the nature of it You look at This season Gerard good Lennon bad Before that Rogers Well Lennon Before that obviously Last season Rogers good Warburton, Warburton bad yeah. and, and then Rangers yeah, so have, Rangers have been Through the 
the mire over the years. That's, but that's the story of the very, rivalry. Very rarely would both sets of fans phone this show on the same night and say, "Our manager's doing a terrific yeah. job. We love him." Yeah, um, and that's what Avery Howe takes the job. That's what he will have to get against, used to. You know, and and you can't overemphasize that. You know, Bournemouth playing in one of the best leagues in the world and him being hugely successful at that and keeping them in the league. It's still a different kettle of fish when you're when games finish and you're going home to a nice mm. peaceful environment in Glasgow. <laughs> uh, it's it's not quite the case if you lose or draw a game at Celtic. David, what is it that excites you most? Or is it this the the perceived style of play that he's going to bring the the the, the way that he has got the best out of players in the past at Bournemouth? Is that the bit that excites you? I definitely do, uh, Gordon. I, I, I think his style of play is uh, is good. I think that um, Stephen Gerrard's style of play is it's a four three three. Into he goes forward. He's a positive coach. He's a positive manager. Um, Rangers they give him a couple of years to succeed, but at the end of the day, I think that if you're looking at Eddie Howe versus Stephen Gerrard for next year, I think. We've got to be positive about Scottish football for that perspective. Uh, you've got to give the guy a chance. No, no one's not giving him a chance, and we agree with you that it's terrific box office. Gerard versus Eddie Howe. Uh, that there's not an argument there. However, only one can finish top and be champion. We know that, though. We know that. Um, I think to be fair. The, the previous caller was a Celtic fan who said Eddie, uh, Eddie Howe better not be a yes man That sounds like not being given a chance So that's what David is referring to Thank you 01419511025 We've got the breakthrough Oh no Livy have scored home to Wraith Poplatnik with the goal Late on It looks like that will win it And Stranra are 3-1 up Against Brora oh. as well So both of the shocks uh, That you guys outlined Seem to be out the window But Chris is quite right Today was Clyde's sixth game in 14 days, beating Championship side air away from home. There's your shock of the day, and quite oh. right too. We shouldn't have overlooked well it. Well done, Danny Lennon. George Bowie's tap dancing up and down the corridor. Well done, George. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> what a result. Um, what else have we got He's one still here? looking for Tony Blair. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, we are on the phones as well as Twitter. Um, let's speak to Dylan, who's a Celtic fan. In Govan, hi Dylan, Eddie Howe, happy or not? If it was to be him uh, Well, no, it's not happy, yes or not I, I mean, my point really is I'm hoping if it is Eddie Howe In a year's time We've won the league Won the Cups, had a decent crack at Europe And we're talking about how good he is But what I'm just not getting my head around the now Is where all this excitement's coming from Very excited Hugh Keevans a moment ago saying we need him more than he needs us. Talking about his stock, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know where that's coming from. Based on what he's done, I, I, I know he took Bournemouth up into the Premier League and stayed there. Alex Ray touched that, or whoever it was touched that. Um, you know that that is a success in its own right, but he didn't have the pressure. I mean, it's. It's chalk and cheese really Bournemouth Celtic Demand is there You've got to win every game You've got to win every trophy You've got to do well in Europe I just I think Celtic I think Celtic are Too big for Eddie Howe In my opinion And I hope I'm wrong I would love to be able to sit here In a year going What a, what a manager we've got But my fear is If he is a success We're only then a stepping stone And in a year or two As soon as a half decent Semi-decent job comes up in England 
He's off That's a reality though Of uh, Scottish football surely uh, How do you, you ever avoid that Dylan I mean you wouldn't have swapped Brendan Rodgers for success Because you, you knew that he was going to leave What type of manager is going to come here Keep winning and then just Just stay and just hang around Brendan Rodgers point is I agree with that Brendan Rodgers came up here I, I was a wee bit sceptical I, I didn't really know To be honest I know pe- you hear people talking about His style of play Listen I mean That that has to be We know his style of play But can he get it Can he get the players That, that has to work with At Celtic Playing that style of play That's another question But Brendan Rodgers Domestically Really really strong Really good results Great Successful European wise Thought he was awful Thought he was rotten To be honest um, He didn't really have a plan B In my opinion he's, You know his plan B was to try and make plan A work As they say um, Still thought he was a great manager But European wise Nothing great Nothing nothing really great I think he holds now the two worst home away records That we've got That kind of thing So it's a, it's Dylan's, Dylan's reservations about Eddie Howe are allowable They're allowable because For as many people who support Eddie Howe You must allow room for people who Do not support Eddie Howe And Eddie Howe For all that the backstory is great Taking Bournemouth up and into the Premier League in England mm. He did get them relegated He did spend an awful lot of money On players who were heavily criticised So Dylan's reservations are allowable However, what Dylan and everyone else will have to bear in mind Is that Dermot Desmond Who is, in by any other name, the owner of the club He believes in Eddie Howe And he was had Eddie Howe in his home a few days ago And Dermot Desmond has previously bought, brought Martin O'Neill And Brendan Rodgers to the club And he thinks he can off a hat trick with Eddie Howe. Where are your expectations at then, Dylan? I'm just listening because you think that the club is too big for Eddie Howe. Even on Brendan Rodgers, you're a bit like, oh yeah, good domestically, good manager, but wasn't so good in Europe. Who on earth is out there that is big enough for Celtic and is going to do better than Brendan Rodgers? Well, I don't know who's out there. I don't know who who's available and who would be willing to come to Celtic. Well, the, the reason I asked it is because it's, it's it sounds like that person might might not be out there exactly. in Celtic's market. Um, to be honest, I, I, again, I go back to horrendous season that we've just had there. But I, I think domestically, I go back to it. Brendan Rodgers was a success, no doubt about it. Um, but again. Staying on the Eddie Howe point, I hope he's the success that you that we're after. I just don't. I just don't see uh, my only point I'm making because just a couple of these things that I heard there driving home today mm-hmm. uh, for, for for the supermarket was we need Eddie Howe more than he needs us. I don't agree with that at all. Fair I think enough. Eddie Howe, uh, as you just said there, I think he spent what 180 odd million. I heard. Don't know if that's true or not. 180 mm-hmm. odd million. Ended up getting them relegated. If Celtic ever appointed a, a manager off the back of taking a club down, being relegated, I'm not sure again through the years. I don't think we have. It just doesn't. My point is, it just doesn't excite me as a Celtic fan. It just doesn't Fair excite enough. me. The other, the, other, the other name that was in the heart, Roy Keane, it, it excited me because. Why is that? Why is that then, Dylan? Because obviously Roy's CV, his CV is nowhere near what Eddie Howe's produced. Uh, managerial um, So that's what I'm saying Managerial wise yeah. Nowhere near I don't know if it's about Nowhere near 
I don't know about nowhere near. What, what about four, about four promotions, three or three promotions or something. Three they got in and they kept them in the flight. Uh, yeah, but we're, we're, again, we're a team that are tiny in relation to Sunderland and Ipswich, who are big names uh, down south. I, I don't know about nowhere near. I think he's he's been in the game longer. He's been in the management game longer. Who has? Uh, Eddie Howe. Aye, well that's it. He's got longevity behind Aye, him as so, well. So he's got longevity. Again, we don't know what happened. We, we, I mean, Roy Keane got cracking season with Sunderland. Yeah, he spent the 60 million. Season, the next season, well, he spent what? 60 million he spent in getting them out of the Championship. And then as soon as he got into the Premiership, he, he jumped to well, is, that, is that a lot of money? And the Championship? That a lot of money. And the Championship? Fortunes. Believe me. 12 years ago, mm, 60 million. Well, believe I me, I know what I'm talking about. Oh, you, you probably do know what you're talking about. I'll spend four and five million pounds in players, about a dozen players at that level. Believe Wait, me, it's Fortunes. spent 180 million. I've been led to believe Yeah but Roy Keane Hadn't managed For the last 10 years I mean On what basis Are you bringing in Roy Keane Because he's scary On the television You know In fact Football's entertainment too. It's about So Eddie Howe's Going to come up He seems to be This quiet guy Who's Doesn't get involved Again as a sailor I'm not It's not against I'm not against Eddie Howe If he comes in Great Let's get back to winning ways Because we will I believe we will I still believe We're the stronger team We should be Still kicking on as the favourites next year Okay we'll have to leave it there Dylan It was good to hear from you Let's do it again sometime That was Dylan and Govan And we'll take more of your calls next The games are over The talking begins 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson and Alex Ray are in the studio Are we finished yet at Livy? Is he going to penalties or is he getting the extra time victory? Gordon Deal, I think it is just going to be extra time But that's fine isn't it? We still kept him the extra Damage is done yeah, that's good so. enough for how, us. Is, how do you know he's still there? And he might as well just stay There's only half an hour left of the phone in oh, He might as well listen. just stay He likes to speak to the callers yeah. <laughs> He's apparently now shouting instructions at the goalkeeper For some reason He can be heard um, down the line so we'll get a full-time report from then very soon to see if Livy or Wraith are going through to the next round. Um, let's take a call from Kieran, who's a Rangers fan in Les Mahago. Hi, Kieran. How you doing, guys? Not bad at all. What's your point tonight? Um, my point was just obviously, um, I think it would be fantastic for Scottish football. Eddie Howe coming up uh, with Stephen Gerrard for the two biggest teams, but what I was thinking was see. With Steven Gerrard, the amount of time he really did get, and obviously where Rangers came from, I think it was the fact that it was Steven Gerrard that everyone was patient and benefited sometimes with some of the results. And does Ed, does Eddie Howe, does he come with that kind of reputation and rapport that Steven Gerrard has, Champions League, the Liverpool background? So would he get as much time um, as Steven got to turn everything around for? Cause I, just, I, have I, just to, I have to agree with that, Kieran. I think Steven Gerrard was given grace because of the player he was and the stature he had around the world. You know, you seen the fanfare when he got unveiled for a guy who had never been a manager of a, a top team. Um, that that came with some wee wee, I felt. And, you know, not even the league, I think, him going out in, in certain cup defeats that Rangers were expected to win. Some uh, well, a large element of the Rangers fans let that go. Uh, I think on the the promise because he was Stephen Gerrard. But are we comparing very different circumstances? Absolutely. Is that is that where the problem lies? Like we we always want to do this. We pretend that things are completely even, and you you compare Stephen Gerrard to Eddie Howe. Stephen Gerrard walked in, and Rangers were an absolute shambles. And they, they had had 
No success for a long, long time And didn't look like they were heading anywhere near success Getting battered off Celtic Watching them wipe the floor So is it not easier to give time in those circumstances well, Regardless of your Steven Gerrard or not Than say Celtic Who over the last decade or so Have been a winning machine And have those expectations Not so sure this season The Rangers board had a big decision to make Going into this season Where everything was on the line for 10 in a row um, Again I think his stature And the small glimpses uh, of progress over the two seasons allowed him to to get this season. I think if it was another point, manager, no, that's my point. When when he walks when he walks in, Rangers are miles off it, miles away. So that doesn't carry the same expectation. Although the fans will always say, oh, second in Glasgow's nowhere," all, all these types of buzz phrases. Rangers were not winning the league in the first two seasons, were they? Really? No, but they could For have how won, good they could have won a cup. Surely yeah but, was that not, was that not, yeah but was that not offset by the European progression Perhaps but I still think The majority of the Rangers fans would have much preferred them To win a Scottish Cup or a League Cup in that time To have some sort of no, sign sure. of success I, I, No doubt they enjoyed, enjoyed the Europa, uh, Europa League campaigns But they wanted a trophy And they didn't get it But they stuck mm. by him because of his stature Eddie Howe will he get that? Will he get a year, two years without any trophy? I don't think that will happen coming into Celtic. So I, I think whoever comes in to this job, huge rebuilding job. I don't think they're at ground zero like Alex was saying there where Rangers were because they've still got a, a squad who are yeah capable of being added to to be competitive uh, in all fronts. But I don't think he, he will get the two or two and a half I think, years, Grace. I think Eddie Howe needs 10 players before next season starts. He needs a goalkeeper and an entirely different back four. There's five players right away. Uh, and Edward will go because it's commercially correct for Celtic to sell him. So I think Eddie Howe needs 10 players. I think he, he is pretty much at ground zero. Gordon, the, the last call of Dylan and said... Oh, oh, but th- Hugh, here's the thing. like That, that cannot be described as ground zero. We, we, Celtic have still got a lot going for it. He's going to walk... Even the guys that are left are going to be... International players Loads of them have, have won things That is That's not ground zero It's miles away from where Celtic were But I mean You're walking into For a start A club that finds itself In the Champions League qualifiers Rangers will, It's a pretty nice position to be in By the end of the season Rangers will have won the title By 20 plus points And Celtic will lose players Hand over fist And Eddie Howe That's why he needs That first season to be one where the Celtic fans cut him some slack and understand the position he's in. Uh, he has an awful long way to travel mm. and a very short space of time. God, in which let's to get, do hold it. on. Let's get a quick full time report from Gordon DL. It is done there. Yeah, Livingston going to the next round oh, of the Scottish Cup. Come on, cheer up! It's finished. You're finally getting up the road. No, cheer I'm, up. I'm Take it up a notch. No, I'm just a bit disappointed with uh, the fact that Raith Rovers won. But I've got to say, it was a brave, brave performance with Raith Rovers. They just ran out of steam in extra time. Livingston really dominated the game, and they got that winner, Nicky Devlin, who was probably Livingston's best player down the right hand side. Got to byline, put a terrific ball across. Put Lacknick just standing the back post. 
taps the ball into the empty net and that'll put um, Livingston into the next round of the Scottish Cup. But I've got to say, on this uh, evidence today, I would love to see a team like Roy Throvers coming up to the Premier League. I think they bring so much of football, everything about them, organisation. But it was a Premier League side that eventually ran out winners. They had to dig very, very deep and I think David Martindale will be delighted that he's in the next round. So, Tony Macaroni, it's Livingston 2, Roy Throvers 1. Good night. Do you want to, you want to stay until the end of the show? There's only 25 minutes to go. No, thank you. Right, see you later. Bye bye. That was Gordon. He's a real team player, ah, isn't he? No. He's a just bundle of joy as well. Um, Gordon, going back to your point about. Kieran's disappeared, but yeah, you but going, going back to your point, um, and Hugh says it needs time because of the, the turnover of players. He's going to lose a lot of key players. The, the, you look at Brendan Rodgers, comes in, they still got a nucleus, they're still winners from the previous year. And you look at Neil Lennon, the same comes in, the nucleus is still there. So there is a, a massive turnover. Mm. Now, depending on how the season goes, if there's really good signs that he's taking them in the right direction, he'll most certainly get the next season. However, if you buy and you invest on, which we expect serious investment in the summer, if it's not looking great towards the end of that season, then who knows if they'll pull the trigger or not. But I mean, you do still arrive with, I mean, it would still be... The biggest budget in the country, and if if Rangers have closed the gap or or you know it'll be extremely close, um, there was times in the last few seasons where Celtic's budget would have superseded would have Rangers, but you know still walk into a job where you've got great what, resources and yeah, you've got a new place. But that's there. where it has got to be spot on below and above that's Eddie Howe. So it's not all about no, him. No, well, it's not. Yeah. The, the people in place have got to be correct because, yeah, it's all well and good getting a, a top coach in who can take these players and say which players he fancies. But like he says about Richard Hughes, who, who's done a lot of his work at Bournemouth, who he trusts, he's got to have a guy mm. by his side who can take that element of workload off we, his plate. We, right. we, we get one of the callers earlier on talking about he spent £180 million in the transfer window. It's, now, obviously, it's over a period of time, Gordon, but see the, see the last... The, uh, the, the, last... the late Bournemouth signings were concerning, weren't they? Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. And who would have been part of that structure? Mm. Richard Hughes. Yeah. Um, we're going to speak to Peter, who is a very angry, frustrated, disappointed, call it what you want, Hearts fan in just a second. But speaking of angry... Frustrated, disappointed. Listen to this from Brian Rice, right? Talk about powerful audio, Hugh, as they would say in the uh-huh. radio game. Beating 3 0 at home to St Mirren in the Cup. I'll just let Brian Rice speak for himself, I think. I'm going to say a couple of things I'll probably regret. No, I'll only regret it because we're Hamilton and we get battered. What do you mean they get a penalty? It's never a 3 0 game, Gordon. Not in a million year. First 20 minutes, 25 minutes, St Mirren will be far the better team. The rest of the game, we dominated. You'll never write that because we're Hamilton. My opinion. My opinion. You'll never write that because we're f***ing Hamilton. Sorry, we're Hamilton. I want my boys to get credit. We could beat 3 0. It's never 3 0. No in a million years. We're getting no credit for nothing. And that's really frustrating, but that's why I'm frustrated. Because they've given it everything. We're doing it in the bare bones. of two injuries a day again. We're getting everything we've got. And it's never a 3 0 game. And I've got to go and pick these lads up. Didn't ask me I don't know what a penalty is these days I know every time somebody falls in their box is a penalty So I don't know what a penalty is I saw the same referee the day at Dumbarton No gave Dumbarton a penalty But gave a penalty here for less There, that's what I saw And I'm not shouting at these lads It's just because I'm angry Because we're getting nothing Absolutely nothing And I'm fed up phoning Crawford Allen And being shoved to the side Because we're only Hamilton That's what's happening I phoned Croft Round three times in 40 years. 
and just get shoved to the side I accidentally hammer him same referee today didn't he give a penalty to Dumbarton when the ball went out of the bar but gave a penalty there when the ball went out of the bar tell me gotcha. I'm a paranoid wow yeah exactly a, a man clearly uh, at the end of his tether First of all We can't possibly comment On the penalty Because we didn't see it So the, the, the penalty incident We will have to put to one side But he clearly feels uh, A wrong has taken place When he says To press men You won't write it Because we're Hamilton That's unfair He doesn't know What, what they, they have already written Or what they intend to write And I don't believe That any of my colleagues Would tell Lies because it was Hamilton Ackies They will tell the truth as they perceive it to be uh, The last point about Crawford Allen and the referees um, You know, it, again It's not because they're Hamilton Decisions are not taken because you're Hamilton uh, Decisions are taken because people believe it's the right decision to take And when he says it's not a 3 nothing game Alec and Mark have played in games before Time without number When they've said That was never 3 nothing, But it happens That might be the most Explosive yeah. piece of Pre-match or uh, Post-match audio We've played on the yeah. show In a that. long long time uh, Certainly for me oh, I, I mean I, I was staggering Listening to that um, Shouting Swearing Banging the table <laughs> Repeatedly Raw Raw, raw emotion um, From Brian Rice um, You know And that's That's what being a manager uh, Does to you sometimes And Brian Rice Obviously thought He's taking One too many knocks That are undeserved and it's time to speak up. Um, yeah, I, I don't know where you go. Hugh's right, we've not seen the penalty incident, but he's pretty adamant, well, beyond adamant, that his side should have had a penalty and he's been hard done by and won too many decisions, in his opinion, have went against him this season. He feels as if uh, the result has gone against him, Gordon. He see, feels as if the actual penalty decision has gone against him. I know for a fact that they are down to the bare bones with personnel as well, and yeah. he needs to keep the guys on side because they've got a hell of a I, run I think, in there. I think the Barton should have a penalty against Aberdeen today. I think that Partick Thistle should not have... Suffered the loss of the second goal Because it is a clear Clear mm. Transparently clear Push By Nicky Clark On the Partick Thistle defender Into his own goalkeeper However Dumbarton did not get a penalty And Partick Thistle did suffer the loss Of the goal That's the game Michael Horn says Go on Brian Rice He's happy with that The pen says Brian Rice Still sounded happier Than Gordon Deal <laughs> uh, Right let's Bring in Peter In Lonehead Who's a Hearts fan Now Peter I think you joined us l yeah. The last time Hearts were on And You were pretty annoyed Does that mean That it's got even worse today? <laughs> Mate, I'm not that annoyed now I said that God you're there It's pretty funny It's pretty funny now <laughs> He's cheered you up, has he? He's cheered me up this week. I've drinking about two or three gins, but this guy's has really, really made me happy now. Well, well we're <laughs> glad we could be of service. Some, I'm glad right. somebody else's misery's cheered you up. I, I, I'm going to make you, I'm going to try and get your bad mood out of you again, though, Peter. I mean, seriously, you, last week we had Brora. You wanted a reaction. You get beat off hearts. Uh, Coming to the South, sorry. You wanted a reaction, and you've just drawn with them, Fairman. What is happening? We're in turmoil, aren't we? Really, really in turmoil. Right? This, we're, we're a team that wants to take everything, beat everything, and we, we just can't do it. There's, there's nothing happening now. Eh? And I said that last week. Mate, I'm in tears here listening and laughing, and it's just, it's, I'm poorless for this one. We're a poor, poor team, and we're never going to do it. We're never, ever going to do it. The money we spend, and we're just never going to do it as a good, good team. We've got to, my fear is we're going up, and we, we know we're going up, right? But, but 
if we didn't spend more, if we didn't spend more money, and how can we spend more money with the players that are on the contracts that they've got? We've got to get rid of these players, right? But how's as again? What reminds me, the time when David the Boer was there at Hearts, he was I think at the time he was on like I think it was ten thousand pound a week, and they wanted to terminate his contract. Why would he terminate his contract? They, right, he still stayed there on ten thousand per week, and and when they play a game, but they wanted rid of him. It's the same. These guys won't go. They've got too much money. They need to get rid of them, and they won't go. What's your thoughts on that one? Yeah, I mean, Mark, it's a strange position where Peter is almost is unable to find much joy in getting promoted, but he's not alone. That I wasn't saying that to have a dig. You know that that's kind of the way a lot of Hearts fans feel at the moment. They're going to win the league, and they're not that happy about well, it. I think they've known they've going to win the league for a long time. So Hearts fans' minds are skipping ahead to next season. Uh, you know, they they still feel sore from being put down last year unjustly. And they're preparing for the return, but they want to be competitive when they come up. And Peter's, look, Peter's got a point. The the players just now who are underperforming, a lot of them are on very good contracts who will run into next year. But will they cut it in the Premiership? Well, the form they're shown just now suggests that they're not going to do that. And he's right; the players aren't going to tear up their contracts themselves. Um, it's a tricky situation Hearts find themselves in Being so far ahead just now And you'd think Their fans would be happy But when you go A group of results Like they have done In the past four weeks yeah. Then you can see Why fans quickly Turn on you At a big club like Hearts It's not just it's, Sorry Hugh It's not, yeah. it's not just uh, Four weeks Mark It's actually uh, Two wins in the last nine So it's been over a period of time You have to mm-hmm. go back To the middle of uh, February For this He's right about the players now There is a compromise to make You can maybe pay some players up Mark, try and save some money on the tax and things And then try and reduce your your, your playing budget from that To then get reinforcements Because I think the caller Peter's right I think Mark's right in terms of Getting these players out the door Because they were the guys that got you relegated uh-huh. They're not pulling up the trees At the level below Alec, I have rarely, if ever Witnessed a team Win a title Gain promotion And come up with so little belief in that team From the people who support them Like Peter on the line mm. uh, It's not now that Peter's worried about It's a year from now Because he obviously believes that Being unable to change the personnel very much mm. Means that Hearts will come up And go back down again uh, Peter, we're a bit short on time But it was good to hear from you We'll, we'll get you on after the Hearts win at some point Peter And do it in happier circumstances <laughs> Incredible stuff there from Brian Rice on the show We will stick that on Twitter at Clyde SSB It's on there if you want to go and listen to that That was uh, quite something So you can hear it again over there And we'll take more of your calls next After they play you have your say 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson, Alex Ray are here We've got a bit of time left for you to get your calls in We're trying to react to some of the day's big talking points in the Scottish Cup I must say, if you have just joined us Do yourself a favour, take yourself over to the Twitter feed At Clyde SSB and listen to Brian Rice's post-match interview I've said there on Twitter Possibly the angriest post-match interview I've ever heard uh, The guys are agreeing yeah. um, It is right up there it, Explosive stuff from Brian Rice So go and check that one out We do have a game tonight It is Celtic against Falkirk At half past seven a Bit of a strange kickoff time on a Saturday night Any problem there for Celtic tonight, Mark? No, I wouldn't assume so uh, And that's not been disrespectful to, to Falkirk at all Just the quality and the resources Celtic have I know they've had players away in international duty But they still will have the quality yeah. There's a terrific subplot surrounding Celtic now It's Scott Brown's last competition In a green and white jersey 
He is the third most decorated Celtic player of all time He would love to go out on the ultimate high Winning the Scottish Cup for the fifth time in a row And leaving Celtic in that fashion So they're at home They're playing a team from two divisions beneath them There's the Scott Brown subplot There's the Eddie Howe subplot uh, Celtic surely would want to win and win convincingly uh, Paul, I know you've got general points about Celtic Just if you don't mind, what about the game tonight to kick us off? Do you foresee any any difficulties there? I look forward to it A wee bit different, isn't it? Saturday night And the sunshine I don't know, I don't see any I don't see any issues really Hopefully yeah. uh, There's some questions got answered Scott Brown's on his way out So he's got This is his last trophies And uh, hopefully some of the, the younger guys That haven't been out in Lono got a chance to how, no, does the, how does the Scottish Cup sit for you, Paul? We were, we were kind of talking about this last night. You know, some Celtic fans might say, to be honest, you know, season's gone, winning the Cup won't make much difference. But then others were saying, no, no, we can't end the season without anything. It's a big competition. We've won it loads in the past. You know, it's now vitally important. But which, which way do you see it? No, you want to win it. You just, I don't understand them, do it? No, no, but I, I know that. I'm not saying people wouldn't want to win it, but some people would think that that there were people last night saying that it, you know wouldn't make it wouldn't make much difference. It wouldn't improve the season very much. But others were saying that you know you end it with a piece of silverware, and that does make you feel a lot better about yourself. Well, if you, don't, if you win it, if Celtic win it, it means that Rangers or the other teams don't win it. So, I obviously that makes a difference. I yeah, I win it. Uh, what about the bigger picture then? Eddie Howe um, is the potential name And inevitably, Paul, the longer this goes on The harder the discussion becomes Because people are on about Being a yes man in the backroom staff And how much time will he get And how many players does he need to sign The guy's not even got the job yet But it, it was inevitable that was going to happen What's your own s- feelings on, on things? Right, my own feelings on things are It looks like it's going to be Eddie Howe So um, I'm, I'm happy with Eddie Howe if the, the, he gets to bring in his own team Because I think that's a, a big bit of it. I don't think it's just Eddie Howe I think it has to be The whole operation changes But I think If you were to listen to A lot of people talking I think they're under the impression That it's uh, I know it's It's kind of starting again Right But It's not starting again Penniless It's not starting again Like You've never won in For 12 years Celtic have still got the are the biggest club with the biggest finances with the biggest players to sell to improve their finances now if it is Eddie Howe Eddie Howe won't have been sitting up until this week knowing any players he'll have an idea of who's available he'll have an idea of who he can get on the, the cross border thing but it's important that, again that we get somebody like Eddie Howe who is a, a manager in the UK because the whole Brexit thing's got to change everything it's not going to be as easy to get guys in for Europe So I think there's a wee bit Of a misconception about it I said how That he's coming in It's It's panic stations There's I mean I think you I respect you But Some of these comments I think he thinks It's Celtic Eddie Howe's got to turn up And there's not going to be a player there I, I'm not saying There won't be a player there Of course there'll be players there However Celtic need a goalkeeper They have three goalkeepers Not good enough to play For the first team they have a back four that will need to be completely altered uh, because the two full-backs, John Joe Kenny and Laxalt, will go back to their parent clubs. Shane Duffy will go back to Brighton. And Stephen Welsh is still at the apprenticeship stage. So Celtic need a goalkeeper on the back four. 
That's where you begin So that's five players I said that Eddie Howe needed ten players Edward will go out That's six players And you know Celtic need a big, big overhaul Now Eddie Howe We always People are saying uh, that Will it be his team? Will he be allowed to do this? And allowed to do that? When Dermot Desmond invited Eddie Howe to his home last week Eddie Howe walked in as the man in charge Because Celtic want him And if he's a man at all He'll have laid down his terms and conditions For joining Celtic But he does need players He could need as many as 10 players But do you not, do you not think it was an idea that the players are available? I, I, have, I have no doubt I agree with you he's, he's not sitting there at home Wherever he lives Twiddling his thumbs He's known about the Celtic interest For a long time And of course He's a highly professional manager And he will have a, a, a huge list of players That he will try to bring to Celtic The point I'm making though Is that he will need players The goalkeeper and the back four Need to be changed for starters I think to be fair We've always known this Mark This is nothing, this is nothing new You could probably identify that in, in November That that doesn't Stop people like Paul Being optimistic About the new manager coming in It's not like we've just Suddenly established In the club Not to say that they'll get it all right Because they didn't in the past But everybody's known About these recruitment deficiencies Everybody knows what the team needs Whether that was Eddie Howe Or whoever Yeah yeah, it's not, it's not exclusive to Eddie Howe. Yeah, of course he would have known what's expected. Now it's been what almost six weeks since Neil Lennon left the post. Eddie Howe's name's been linked from minute one, and probably a couple of weeks before then. So Hugh's right; he, he wouldn't have just been sitting around with no knowledge of players who are available. And that's not just for Celtic. Remember, he's been linked with Premier League clubs as well. Apparently, turned two of those down. So you're not telling me he was going to walk into them with no idea of who he's going to bring in. Totally agree with you though The job is probably bigger Than a bigger rebuild If he was walking into one of the Premier League clubs In terms of 10 players Who will impact the first team From day one That is a tough gig To get right And all his signings Remember Aren't going to be successes It's impossible Very rare That you get 10 To 12 new signings Who are all successes So There's going to be some scope for failure but he has to get the majority of those guys right. Uh, Paul, thank you for your time. We are out of time, so we'll have to leave it there. That was Paul um, in Kirk and Tillock. I'll, I'll repeat it once more because it is worth it. Go to at Clyde SSB and list, on Twitter and listen to that interview with Brian Rice. I saw someone there saying it's his Kevin Keegan moment. And it, it, it's, it's on more that explosive. level. See, yeah. if we, see if we had the same... Aki's had the same profile It's at that level It is, it yeah, is yeah, yeah. quite something um, So go and listen to it We've got a big game tonight So you've all got Celtic To go through comfortably Yes, yes. Yep. And are Cove Rangers Causing any difficulties they, For they, Rangers at Ibrox they'll, tomorrow They'll go out comfortably Right okay Yeah No I, I Rangers will win the game But Cove are, are good to watch uh, They'll give it a good goal But Rangers We, we did strong. hear We had Paul Hartley on the other night Almost saying that it's a bit of an inconvenience The game Because <laughs> yeah. there's, yeah, there's There's no fans They've not yeah. been playing a lot They've got Bigger fish to fry In the league And so on So Yeah it's not the priority For uh, Paul He's hoping to try And get out the division Overturn Falkirk Just above them And uh, I expect Rangers To go through comfortable uh, Okay we'll have to Leave it there Thank you for your company On another very Enjoyable Saturday afternoon You play a big part In making it so enjoyable We will be back Monday Six o'clock With Hugh and Alex To look back on All of the weekend's Biggest talking points this show is a phenomenon It is so popular every Saturday night But I think when the sun's shining There's a bit of something extra about the GBX It's up next